Slutty Christmas to you. This episode of Talking During Movies, the podcast where we take a movie, play it quietly in the background, and talk over it. Sometimes miss the whole movie. Sometimes we're deeply engaged in the whole movie. It's brought to you by our great friends at Dive Bar and Lounge in Austin, Texas, 1703 Guadalupe. Check them out online. Uh, Dive Bar Austin. Uh, Dive Bar Austin. Yes. Dive Bar Austin. And, Sorry, uh, it's DiveAustin.com. 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 Check them out. Uh, follow them on the Instagram. You follow us. Follow them. Uh, come by. Get a drink or 12. Have a good time. This is the place to be during the holidays. It's fun, magical, and it's wonderful. I mean, come on, party people. This is the way it goes. We're also brought to you by the designers at Colorblind Design, creating the six-pack tactical beer holder. It's absolutely amazing. Love it. I have one. They'll customize them for you. Uh, so if you've got a, a harebrained scheme, something you want to do, a special color, logo, anything, talk to Scott over there and uh, make some magic happen. And finally, we're brought to you by the holidays. Do you need an excuse to drink? Well, I've got one for you. It's called November, December, and early January. That's what it's called, the holidays, where you get to meet and hang out with people you don't like most of the time. And how do you suffer through it? You drink. You come down to dive bar, get a couple cocktails in you, little wobbly pops, and you go meet everyone for a little dinner, and then you sneak away to find your real family back again at dive bar for some more wobbly pops. You're like, I wonder where he went. I thought he was going to dress as Santa. He's down at dive bar having a good time. Well, what are we doing? I don't know. We're putting on our elastic pants and going for thirds of Nana's uh, peanut butter cream pie. Okay, well, there you got your options, kids. You got your options, but I recommend that. So enjoy the holidays by having some cocktails, enjoying yourself, and uh, most importantly, spending time with friends that are family. And if you got a good family, well, lucky you. Go get a fucking sitcom and rub it in our faces. <laughs> Today, the man, the myth, the legend, the guy who uh, makes sure that we are here every Thursday having a good time is hot on the mic, ladies and gentlemen. My friend, the producer Matt. What's happening, brother? How much? How you doing? No, another day in paradise, man. Another day in paradise. Thanks for having me back. Oh, always. Come on, are you kidding me? We're usually having you yell from the background. We're, right. we're getting you hot on the mic. <laughs> we are. We're both. We're doing one of our favorite movies. Indeed. Uh, tradition. Tradition. If this is not in your tradition, make it your tradition. Ladies and gentlemen, the often copied, the never duplicated, one of the greatest Christmas movies of all time. That's right, Christmas Vacation with Clark W. Griswold and the family. 
this is dude this is every christmas growing up absolutely i mean you've got you've i, I love this intro is there you know i the singing in the car that no one cares you're a bad singer right i don't know who ruined that I don't know, but my dad definitely did that um, a lot on all of our family <laughs> vacations. There was lots of singing um, to things that we could not stand, but uh, you know, it becomes endearing over time. Luckily, he didn't become a, a crazy uh, asshole like Chevy Chase did. So that's always good. Very good. good position. I mean, I, Chevy Chase proves that sometimes being addicted to drugs is good. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. Listen, uh, he was funny back then. He was funny in Fletch, funny in the in the in some of these vacations. Oh, he's the best. He's the absolute best. You know, uh, I love that they are. So now, when you were growing up, they're driving out. They're going to get a Christmas tree, but he's going out to cut a tree down. Right. Now, did you go to a tree farm? Did you get your own trees? Never. We we went to uh, just one of the lots that had. You know, we didn't go cut it down or anything, but. Uh, Normally, we would just do the um, the crappy fake trees. Yep. Uh, every so often, we'd do the, the nice real one, but um, my allergies were always so bad, so I'd wake up in the middle of the night not being able to breathe because of that damn thing, so oh, shit. I quit doing that. So <laughs> Let's not kill him. Yeah. Hey, what do you want like from breathing. Santa? Allergy meds, you fucks. I'll be able to breathe <laughs> for Christmas. <laughs> so yeah, that was not fun, but um, yeah. The, the <laughs> fake trees can be nice, too, you know, and then it's a lot less work and, you know. Less pine needles shedding everywhere. Yep. Doesn't dry out because the cats are drinking all the water and dogs drinking the water out from the bottom, which, uh, you know, happens in this film too. Oh, so. absolutely. Yeah, so. so in every vacation, it seems like we had the, um, there, there's an epic car scene, right? Mm -hmm. uh, in, in, in vacation, the original, he's driving along, got the supermodel coming oh, next yeah. to him, right? Everyone's asleep. And she's like, Clark, why are you driving so fast? <laughs> And he is kind of a shit driver, especially, you know, his rationales are great. Right. He's like, you want, you want to be behind someone that's driving like crazy? Right. We're just going to punch it and get around him. The old sleigh. The old sleigh. Eat my rubber. Eat my rubber. Kiss my dust. Kiss my dust. <laughs> <laughs> well, Russ, listen, Russ. Mm. Russ and Audrey, well, he's going to pass him again. Eat my road, liver lips. <laughs> he's just, he's the dad dad. Yep. I, so good. Somehow he nailed dad such a unique degree. It's, it's the meltdowns. It's that every every dad has the epic meltdowns in front of everyone, very publicly, very shamefully, but then just, you know, sucks it back up and, and moves on and, you know, gets the family through it. Absolutely. He, he nails in these movies. So Oh, he nails it. I mean, it's my daughter, it was um it was uh, her fifth birthday. I, I made her first layered rainbow cake. Fun. And I'm um, getting one of the layers up, and time's not on my side, and I'm realizing that, so I'm trying to hurry a little bit, and I got one of the pieces off too soon, and man, I fucked up the purple. <laughs> and we didn't have any purple left, and you know, it's going to be six layers, now it's five layers, and I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me? God and I'm pissed. Yeah. It broke in half, <laughs> and, I, and we got these loose plastic um, cutting board kind of things you lay down, and it stuck to that. Instead of the, I should have used the stone one, but it was right. heavy. I was being a bitch. <laughs> and I slap it down, and it breaks in half, and she starts crying. I'm like, it's not your fault, okay? It's my fault. We fucking rushed it. Now I'm cursing at her, and I'm yelling at me, but it sounds like I'm yelling at her. And it's, you know, her birthday's that night, and she's like, oh, my gosh. And it's just a fucking nightmare. And the other day we're watching this and I'm laughing and I and I'm like, that's me, you know, meltdown sometimes. Uh -huh. And my wife's like, Yeah, it is. And she goes, Yeah, remember my birthday? 
<laughs> when you no. when you messed up the cake? Oh, no. <laughs> you, hey, I've got an idea. You remember? Can you remember what five plus five is instead of remembering when your dad exactly. fucked up? Can we just can we focus our memories on other things that are just positive? That your dad made you a cake. Not That's a right. lot will do that. You know, so come on. It's made you a five layer. Could have been six layers, Dad. Yeah, exactly. Are we gonna do seven layers this next year? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna make a color on a seven layer meltdown. It's exactly. I'm gonna have a seven layer shot. A little psychopath. Oh man, yeah, no, they just and they don't. They, it's funny because they remember it and love it, but they also remember it to only bring it up to embarrass you by, oh, yeah. and say it in front of people, and you're just like, oh gee, thanks for uh, for remembering that little gem. Now, so you guys, we as a kid growing up, we're in Montana, of course, we went out, we cut down our own trees, um, but they were always dog shit. I mean, they were never perfect. They never looked right. like this tree, right? Yeah. Uh, and even when I'd flat see my dad in Portland, like we'd go drive somewhere and he brought his little saw and he would cut the tree down. Wow. But he was, it was a big deal to him. Both dads they are like, all right, listen, I'm cutting this down. You gotta, but you're you gotta hold it up. I don't want it laying on the side cause that's going to bend right. some branches. I'm like, bend some branches. <laughs> I'm holding up a tree that's six feet tall. I'm seven. You're like, don't let it touch, don't the, let ground. touch the ground. Fuck you, man. <laughs> Who'd you bring along? Right. Bring along a kid, all right? I mean, it's illegal for me to work in this country. Uh-huh. Okay, come on, asshole. <laughs> yeah, I didn't do that, but I had times uh, helping my dad. Uh, we we built the house we lived in, in in El Paso growing up, so we were out in the desert, so we couldn't go out and cut down trees because there weren't any. But I did help him with a lot of building as a very little kid that shouldn't have been, you know, around power tools and uh, things of that nature. <laughs> or like, here, hold this. And I couldn't even, like, barely pick it up. And, you know, like, uh, so, yeah, I, I know what you're saying there. It was like, yeah, oh, yeah, I, I, I use the nail gun. Yeah. And I can't use a real gun, so dad gave me the nail gun. I'll bring the air compressor. You know, my dad used to go bow hunting for bear, and he'd bring me along with the gun in case he missed or nicked right. the bear. It's like, then you get to shoot it. I'm like, I don't know if this is... I don't want to put it down. Come yeah, on. and also, I'm your guy. I'm the guy. Keeping you alive. You're using me for bait. Yeah. Really all that's going on there. <laughs> so true. So one of the things I, I love about this movie is, I mean, one, they nail tree sap to oh, a team. Oh, yeah, for sure. But two... They've got the pretentious Audi asshole neighbors. The neighbors, yes. These that's my favorite parts of this movie are with the neighbors. Julia Louis Stripes, of course, goes on to make a great career. I don't know what happens to this asshole. Yeah, nothing, but he's so good in this. He's so good in this. Hey, uh, Clark, that's a pretty big tree. Where are you going to put it? Why don't you bend over and I'll show you. Uh, I don't like the way you're talking to me. Oh, my God. Uh, I wasn't talking to you. And I love the mask. Yeah. He's just, he's, I mean, he is... He's also dad boner. Like yeah, he's just like, sure. what? I, hey kids, guess why I got this mask? Yeah. Right. I mean, he's just fucking with people. Well, the one time a year I get to use my chainsaw, I'm gonna wear the mask. I'm gonna wear the mask. <laughs> I'm gonna blow it out of the water. We are gonna have so much fun. We're gonna have so many activities. It's just, yeah. Why don't you bend over? I'll show you. <laughs> and just knows how to scare people the right way without going over too far. Yeah, so good. It's so good. Oh, I love this. Uh, Clark, it looks a little... It's a little full in here. It's a little full. <laughs> <laughs> and Beverly D'Angelo, back in the day, smoke show indeed, lady. Indeed. I mean, really. She was... I mean, in my mind, for my generation, she's the first kind of sexy mom. 
Very true. Um, as, as a young kid growing up, I was born in 78, and uh, this was the first movie I saw that had boobies in it, and they yeah. were So that was a, a, you know, a turning point in my, my young life. And she has so, good boobs. A, uh, a fond memory of, of being a little kid. I love, I love the, uh, as she's going through with the sap and she's like, and he's just like trying to, <laughs> you just, for those of you who, uh, you know, you live in a city and you've got the fake tree that has the lights already built in, you just plug it in, you take it apart in three sections, it kind of folds up nicely for the, for you lucky assholes out there, you'll never know what sap is. You'll never know how sticky sap is, how long it stays around. You'll never know the pain if you had carpet uh, in March finding a pine needle as it stabs uh-huh. into your foot because the vacuum cleaner just can't get them all. Yep. You'll, never, you'll never know those discomforts. And they are real. Real bad, real crazy. But, you know, at the end of the day, that's the worst thing that happens in your holiday experience. Now you, I mean, just because of allergies, right? You're not... You, you, do you put a tree up at the house? Uh, uh, a fake no, tree? No, no, no. I don't even put one. I don't bother with it. Um, I, I go hang out with the families for Christmas, and my mom will put one up. But at my house, I'm not going to do it. It's just something that I have to put up and, you know. Uh, Tear down. And, and, yeah, it's not and for what? I'll put lights out on the outside of the house, but okay. I don't put a, a tree inside. I'm just uh, not that festive anymore. So now I think for all of you that don't know, spoiler alert, Clark uh, decides he's going to go overboard as he does with everything from lights to family, and we'll get into some of that. Uh, you know, I go overboard every year. I just spent, well, my wife doesn't listen to this podcast, thank God, about $250 on uh, stuff to make Chinese food for my neighbors. Oh, nice. Yeah. So the 23rd, the 24th, we're welcome to come by, Matt. If you're, nice. I know you're with the family, we're welcome to come by. We, uh, I make Chinese food, and I do like three quarters spicy on different layers from jalapeno, serrano, peppers, habaneros, and then a quarter of it is tame. You know, we used to do half and half, but like last year, all the spicy stuff was dusted instantly. instantly. And then there was just this leftover sweet kind of blah. Sweet mon- stuff. Yeah, it's like, oh, here's your honey sesame chicken. Yeah. And like, oh, do you have some spicy ones? And I'm like, no, those are gone, because my wife <laughs> only ate two pieces of chicken, the skinny mini. Yeah. Yeah, it's not going to happen this year. But we do, so we do that. I do that. I go overboard on that. Um, That's awesome. Go a little crazy, you know, trying to feed twenty people in our house. Mm-hmm. It doesn't post good right. for twenty people, let alone <laughs> five people. You know, paper plates. You just kind of go crazy. Is there anything that your family does or you do during the holidays that you're like, I probably don't need to do this. This is a little overboard. Yeah, not really. Not really. We were pretty mellow. Um, we have a few traditions. The uh, Christmas Eve tradition is just a, a smorgasbord of just snacky kind of foods, uh-huh. like hors d'oeuvres, and that's all you eat all day because you know you're going to just eat huge amounts of <laughs> turkey, roast ham, all that kind of stuff the next day. Um, going to see a movie on Christmas Day has always been a tradition. One of my favorite things is going to the movies, and I'm glad that's uh, one thing that me and my family can do. Um, done draft house usually just whatever we can get tickets into because yeah. uh, that's kind of becoming a big thing now so you got to jump on that you know whatever big movies coming out of course this year it's star wars which i'm going to go see tonight but uh nice. pretty sure we'll see it again on christmas day if not that's something else but there's always frozen too yeah frozen <laughs> anything but cats yes no 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 one's going to go see cats uh, I just like no one went and saw Charlie's Angels. Exactly. <laughs> As hey, you shouldn't. I've got an idea. 
Stop making it so butchy. Yeah. All right? <laughs> Someone's going to get mad. Someone's like, you know what? I'm turning this podcast uh-huh. off, and I'm writing a strongly worded complaint to whomever the sponsors are. Okay? I'm going to go back to the beginning. I'm sorry. I fast-forwarded through that part. Here we go. Yeah, no. it's um, We used to do the movies. I, I loved it, when, especially when I was alone. I would always go see the movies. I, I love Christmas Day movies. Now with the kid, because we got neighbors with the kids. So the neighborhood comes over. I do that. They bring me booze and dessert, which is fun. Nice. And then um, the next morning, every adult, so it's four bottles from my house, all the other adults, we get together in the morning about nine, and uh, we uh, we do what's best is we let the kids show off their toys and play, Nice. and we drink bottles of champagne. Yeah. And it's been like 60, so it's perfect. Yeah, perfect. Uh, one of the greatest dad moments of all time is happening in the Indeed. mall. I mean, it, it's a, it's a tippet nipply. Tippet nipply. I'm abreast of it to what's happening. It would be Christmas if they didn't make these things hooter than hotter than they are. Oh, look at me. I, I'm sweating. Oh, well, for my wife, God bless well, God bless her. Oh, is it, what, you're married? I was. She's dead. She's dead. She's dead. <laughs> <laughs> I still like to buy her stuff for Christmas, though. Uh, it's, it's just a dad move. So it all. It's just, woo, just look at all this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just, <laughs> As his son walks up, watching him look at her, like, panty line, you know, oh, it's, just, like, it's just the best. <laughs> right? You can, you can hardly see it. Look, Russ. Look, Russ. Yeah. And that's I, what you do. I love the fact that this is the one thing about true beauty, and she's a beautiful woman. She's made up for a certain time in history, and yet she still looks good. Because if she walked in here in that outfit, no one's like, that's an 80s sweater. Right. They're like, God, this girl's so hot. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's just, she's she's true beauty. She really is. I don't know who she is, God bless her, but um, I'm sure she's aged well. You can only hope. The good Lord, the way He blessed her with everything. Indeed. But uh, yeah, it's it's. Um, that it's was his other uh, big thing in these movies was doing this, where he's yes. trying to come on to women that aren't his wife, uh, and not that he's going to do anything, but you know, a, a man is a man is a man, and he's going to try. Oh and, yeah. And it's just so awkward and stupid and uh, and endearing in a, in a weird, creepy way. But I don't know. Some asshole wrote uh, an article. I forget what. It was probably for the Huffington Post or something, but it was pretty funny because it was like, I just want to let you know, you know, the, the vacation movies, Clark Griswold, all of this stuff, uh, they are, um, and there it is, hold on. Yep. Yeah, look, you can't even see the line. Can't even see the line. Can't even, no panty lines, Russ. <laughs> <laughs> nope, nope. nope. <laughs> Russ. <laughs> Busted. It. But it's, uh, it's, they, they wrote it like Chevy Chase and the vacation movies is the worst example of a father ever. Right. And I'm like, yeah. That's why it's a comedy, because yeah. you're not supposed to be like that. Yeah, know? it's understand the genre. Yeah. All right, this isn't a Lifetime movie about how to be a good dad, right. and he's giving direction. All right, <laughs> assholes? This is something completely different. Yeah, it's a stupid comedy. Get over it. Get over it. They just... I don't understand this culture where it's like you're going you're gonna to hold someone accountable to something, uh, you know, about being a good dad. He never says he's a good dad. No, never. Never. In fact, he admits he's a terrible dad when he's talking to his dad about yeah. how did you get through your year, you know, and he was just like, whiskey, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a horrible family shows up. The, more, the, 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 in-laws. The, the in-laws. The moms and dads that really only like their side and the yeah, kisses exactly. and the hugs. And... Now, do you, now, 
your your family, you're getting together. Is there a is there a relative where you're just like, I mean, if they don't show up, it's cool. Not really, not really. Our our immediate family is pretty awesome. Pretty nice. awesome. Um, all of my grandparents have passed, but you know, we used to have all of them, um, and they were wonderful. So yeah, I've always been blessed in that that uh, area, but uh, never never had any like creepy uncles or or you know drunk cousins or any of that kind of stuff that um, you know. So, yeah. yeah, it's. I, we would we do the big uh, we we used to do the big family ones down in uh, Townsend, Montana, and we'd get them all together. Shout out to the Townsend listeners, and it was always fun because the the Jepson side of the family, my side, they were always real good. I mean, no one drank too much. The ones that did, it was kind of undercover, like no one got stumbling drunk. But then you go to my my second, you no, know, my first stepdad's side of the family, boozers. I mean, the mm-hmm. drinkers, hard drinkers, mm-hmm. and people getting just shit housed. Getting arrested the night before oh, yeah. Christmas, fighting in bars. You know, you're like, I just hope none of them show up. Yeah. Right? I mean, I just gotta, I'm gonna be like, fuck this noise. This is, there's no fucking way this no. is happening, champ. Uh uh-uh. uh. Not on my watch. And they don't, I mean, it was, it was interesting. So we go, I remember I was, my daughter wanted to meet um, my, my uh, first stepdad, who's kind of the guy who raised me. So we're in Montana, we drive over to Billings to go see him. And uh, we're hanging out, and I bring my real dad because they get along, and I've got to get some shit done. And my sister, my stepsister, shows up, and all this jazz. And that cat, still to this day, meet him at ten thirty in the morning. He's like, "Yeah, I'll do a Corona. Can I get um, a side of a Clamato?" I'm like, "I'm sorry, what? You're the Cremoc, a Corona Clamato chaser?" He's like, "No, I'm gonna mix him in a big pint glass." Oh, I'm like, "Are you?" You're gonna to talk to people after this with yeah. breath, with like real breath. He's like, "What are you talking about?" I'm like, "Never mind. Uh-huh. I'd rather I'd rather you eat dead squirrel right now though uh-huh. than have clamato juice." Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Someone just took a sip of tomato juice and said, "You know what's gonna make this better? Clams." Clams, yeah, clams on top of a Corona that already tastes like farts in a bottle. Oh, so it's just, like, just oh, add a Heineken yeah, chaser. Right, exactly. You just add real German <laughs> shit to it. Just call it and just get it as perverted as possible. I love this part. Because this is always the part that makes me nervous uh-huh. with these ladders. Did oh, I just yeah. hear, uh, did I not click that correctly? Yeah. yeah I didn't. Okay. Yeah. Oh, my heart still skips a beat when I see that because uh-huh. that's happened to me. And you're like, yeah, well, that works. Okay. Yeah, you're always like, <laughs> I know how ladders work. And then you get up there and you're like, no, I don't know how ladders work. Nope. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, not safe at all. get that. And you look at the roof line and it never looks that steep until uh-huh. you get up there. It's scary as hell, and I couldn't even imagine being in just ice like Chicago ice like that. Oh, would be just a nightmare. So. Fucking worst. Now, do you does your family do, uh, the the parents fall asleep at the TV? Uh, yeah, Christmas absolutely. Day. Absolutely. Yeah, like this this part reminds me of my grandparents so much because that was my granddad's. Um, that was his thing. He got there, sat down, instantly fell asleep. Yep. And uh, he just like woke him up for dinner, and then he was back asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Drink a glass of bourbon, go back to sleep. Go right back you know? to sleep. And I'm like, I, mean, I always saw that as a kid. I'm like, that's what I want to do. I just, yeah, he's, he's done it right. <laughs> he's, he's got it down. <laughs> He's absolutely got it down. I mean, obviously not OSHA approved that Clark W. Griswold here is doing, right? I mean, he's just not getting it. And I like how he's stapling it up. Yeah. I mean, that's the, he's got the, everything he does though, the problem is, and what makes it funny to me, all shit that you could find yourself doing. Yeah, absolutely. And, and also just doing it the same way. 
let me just jerk on this really quick. You know, yeah, yeah I'm up on a ladder. I'm a ladder, but I'll just jerk it. Yeah, and then boom, <laughs> here we go. And now can I push, push to back. get back? And there we go. Oh, yep, and that's yeah. a real thing. Uh-huh. And he's like, now I'm fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if you guys aren't watching this or haven't watched this and don't know what's going on, the first thing you need to do is stop this podcast and you need to go, let's go watch it. Watch it. And I mean, understand. And let's start real quick. Are you, uh, the daughter here? Yeah. Uh, she made some crazy career choices. She indeed did. She's uh, uh, who's that? Julia, Julia Lewis. Um, she uh, Robert Duvall's daughter, I believe. Yes. In real life. And yeah, she went on to do uh, Natural Born Killers. Which Not kind of too long after this one, so. yeah, and it kind of put a, like a curveball into her career. Of course, she rebounded back. She's an exceptional actress. I she mean, is. she really is. The fact that she didn't get love for Natural Born Killers, I remember people saying how bad that movie was. They're walking out. Yeah. It's this. It's that. And then I watched it, and I was so disappointed. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. It was. It was a typical Oliver Stone movie to me. Yeah, just like whatever. Um, you either like him or you don't like his style. Say, yeah, it's you know? going to be too long. Yeah. You're going to go. For, I, I could have gone without that dialogue. Yeah. It's like a Tarantino movie. Exactly. You either I mean, like those things or you don't. And if you don't, then don't go watch them. Yeah, yeah but don't complain. Fine. And uh, she also went on to do like uh, some very strange music. She she was the lead singer of a band for quite some time. That uh, weird music. So if you ever uh, you know, have it's, sick fascination, check it out. Weirder than Cherokee Park sister Nashville pussy. Uh, yeah, I'd say, yeah, yeah. But, uh, pretty close. Pretty close. Yeah. Pretty close. Now you put lights up around the house. Are you going? Are you going balls deep we like don't Clark? Go, no, no, no. no, 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 no. <laughs> not us. Um, I'll do it some simple, tasteful. Um, but yeah, not not anything like not that. like this. Maybe, well, I've got a couple neighbors that are like that. And, and that you can be referenced as, oh, look, it's a Griswold house anytime somebody puts up too many, too many lights. So um, that's something this movie did. Was they made that a thing. How crazy is that, that this movie made that a thing, right? Where they're just like, you can you can Griswold a moment. Exactly. Now, oh, that's a Griswold house. Oh, yeah. that's a Griswold temper tantrum. Uh-huh. Oh, that's... Anytime I see an old station wagon, I'm like, the Griswold family truck truckster. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, always. <laughs> Which was, yeah, different movie, but still. Yeah, but still him, that car buying process. Iconic. Is, yeah. is iconic <laughs> because that is, that's a that's a flagship moment that if you are legit and you own a car dealership, you need to look at that and go, this is why we have a bad name. Right. One moment in a Chevy Chase drug-induced laugh moment has, <laughs> has literally given us the scarlet letter of fucking people over right. when it comes to buying and selling a new car. <laughs> It's absolutely crazy. I, I love this. They're in the house. They've got the, 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 you know, everything is, it is downtown modern Chicago on the inside and it's suburban blah on the outside and their fancy whatever is broken. Uppity yuppies. Why, why is the fluid? I don't know, Margo. I don't know. It's just, and this is the best. And this is also the most nervous part of putting lights up back in the day. Absolutely. Because one bulb goes out, they all go and out. They all went out. Nowadays, like, they die in little sections, but they'll still come on. <laughs> yeah. But I had that happen to me last year when I, I didn't check the lights first. Always check your lights before you put them up. <laughs> Got them up, plugged it in, and half of the string was burnt out. So I just had to get right back up, take them all down. Oh, shit. And uh, I was like... Just felt so stupid. So. You're like, well, there we. I um, 
I always let the wife and daughter decorate the tree mostly. I get the tree down, I set it up, and then I let them do the decorations because one, if I do it, it's, it just looks bad. There's some, it's, I'm not good at it. Yeah. And uh, I just, uh, this is the drum roll please. <laughs> Joy to the world. And then the plug-in. And you go and did you check all the bolts? <laughs> and the family is just like, fuck, what do we, because you know he's going to melt down soon. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and, the, and the in-laws are just not nice about yeah. it. They're like, well, uh, that's a waste of fucking time. Uh-huh. Like, can we go inside? <laughs> it's just. I uh, love it. And his dad, they're all out there in their nightgowns. It's fucking Chicago. It's yeah, freezing. It's freezing. Oh my God. He's like, what the fuck? He's just got dead. Let's work. Come on, kids. Let's just all get inside. Your dad will fix this. Yeah. And the mom, like, I'm listen, it lights up. And this is the best about, you know, when you're when you're the only child, right? It's like, honey, it still looks beautiful to me. Right. You're the best. I can imagine it all being on it. It looks great. <laughs> Did you check all the bolts, son? <laughs> and dads who just give the shittiest, most direct obvious advice right. that if you pause you're like nah I didn't do that part but you don't want to say it so you're like yeah of course I did course. go inside and then you're like manually checking all these like oh, I can't believe I fucking forgot to do that <laughs> can't believe it at all but it's also it's a, I was um, I thought I had uh, destroyed our uh, all the wiring we have an outside patio porch area and I thought I had just destroyed it all none of the plugs worked nothing turned on my beer fridge shut down what I didn't realize, in Texas homes, in the garage, there's just a plug-in on a wall. Uh-huh. It's got a master reset yep. that manages all the outside blocks. Oh, yeah. You're like, you're like yeah. You're like, all yeah. <laughs> Fuck. No one told me. No one tells you. No. <laughs> I get an electrician out there. He's looking at everything. He's like, where's your master plug-in? I was like, first of all, sir, that's for my wife. Uh-huh. Uh, and secondly, sir, and no, that's not how it works around this house. Uh, what are you talking about? He walks into our garage and goes, oh, you got to push this button. Hits reset, everything turns on. One button turns on all the plugs, and if you don't, yeah, that's... Uh, It's it's so frustrating. Oh, hold on. Somebody's here. Somebody's here. Who could it be now? It's Deb O'Keefe, ladies and gentlemen, the often copied, never duplicated, the lady who speaks, as my daughter calls it, Deb speaks the English. I go, yes, she does. I do. I am the English. Look at that. Look at our fancy hats we're wearing. Some cool hats on today. Yeah. <laughs> I have bad we're hair days, so that's that's. You don't I'm have doing. bad hair days. You look great, young lady. Look you at go. you. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. We're too. watching a family vacation, Christmas vacation. Excellent. It's. I mean, it is the best sharing a sharing a bed with your brother. <laughs> I don't like the things that I can't imagine that he's doing in that bed. Let alone <laughs> boys at that age. <laughs> Just, they stink. They never wash their hair. Yeah. There's Disgusting. A, there's a couple of socks off to the side. Ew. <laughs> I wish I could stay, but I no, have to run. I know. you got to run. Uh, there is your man's gift. Oh, that's so Voila. sweet. Voila. He's going to love it. You know, he was in the army for 11 years. I know so. he was. That's It's going to... We're going to get that. You have a wonderful holiday and we get done dinner, post, right? Post-Christmas dinner. Post-Christmas dinner. All right. Love you. Bye. Love you too. Have fun. Bye, Debs. Bye. I got it. Bada boom, bada bang. That was a wonderful, always talented, very fun. Devo Keith, ladies and gentlemen. Get you another beer. Yes, please. Thank you very much. So, one of my favorite things to do, and uh, when, when Matt gets back, we're going to ask him this, but I'm going to chime in on this while he's grabbing a, a fer- ferocity beverage for me. Uh, Stash IPA by the wonderful people at Independence Brewing. We're like, I get it, Jay. I don't think you guys do. They're amazing. But uh, hiding presence. I don't do it. What I do, if my wife, the day after Thanksgiving, she makes me put the tree up. I'm like, all right, I will put the tree up. But I've already done my Christmas. I do my Christmas shopping all year. 
I know I, I probably waste money. I don't do the sales. I don't do certain things. I don't do Black Friday or Cyber Monday. I just do what I do. And then when it's time, as soon as that tree goes up and those two go to bed, I wrap like 20 presents and I put them all under the tree. And what that does is that creates a torture mindset against my child. Because now she gets to walk out, she's six years young, and she's like, oh shit, there is, there's presents everywhere. Dad, can I open one? And I'm like, no. And my wife's looking at him like, those are yours. And she's like, well, what'd you get me? I want, I'm like, don't worry about it. Don't you worry about a thing. I got her, I, I will leak out some presents early if, you know, applicably, and I'll, I'll get them knocked out. One was, my wife famously can fall asleep anywhere and does not go out really past 9 p.m., which in hindsight, you know, as we um, as we're married and I can stay out till four AM. You know, it's she's always like, you know, bad things happen after midnight. And I'm like, oh, yeah. for assholes they do. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't be an asshole. Don't be an asshole. Right. Stay away from bad people. Don't go to bad places. Yeah, stay I'm like as late as you want. It's stay fine. as late as you want, have fun and you know, just make, don't make good choices. <laughs> exactly. Just don't be a fucking weirdo. And you know, but so I got her this shirt, it goes, I'm ride or die. You know, till nine PM or something. <laughs> Yeah. Now, do you hide gifts? Do you just put them out? Do you torture people? Um, I don't really hide them. Um, I wait until the last second to wrap everything, show up, um, you know, the night before, and, uh, you know, I'll just kind of come in with a shit ton of gifts. Yeah. You know. You're like, welcome. Well, yeah, here. There's oh. way too many gifts now. Oh, you guys got me four gifts? I got you eight. Exactly. Uh, I bet you feel good. And guess what? <laughs> it's Christmas Eve, so you can't do anything about yep. it. Ha-ha. <laughs> 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 yeah, the family always says, all right, we're going to do it simple. Just get like one gift for each person. Don't go overboard. And of course, no one does that. So if you, if I were to get one gift for each person, then my brothers, my parents, everyone else, you know, getting tons of gifts for everyone. So it's always just like constantly having to do more and more. It's just one of the bad things about the holiday. You're just like ever, just trying to oh. do too much. You know, you never feel like you do enough for people, but you, you do. You do. You do enough. And, if, you know, if you actually take a, a step back and you think about the things that you do. You know, I, I look at the holidays this way as well. It's a time to recap, right? It's, it's December 25th up to January 1st. It's time for you to step back and really look at what someone's given you for a whole year. Yeah. You know, all, all, all the great things that have happened around you for, for the whole year and uh, how nice it is that you, you kind of made it through this year together and all the crazy right. shit that goes on in this world. and. You put politics aside, you put religion aside, you put food aside, you put all this stuff aside and you sit down and you're like, man, but I woke up and I thought of you each day or we had this hard time, but man, we came through it. We didn't just survive. We're yeah. better for it. Better for it. And you know, I think those are those are the nice things. I love this Absolutely. part. Three, two, yeah. right. Time, you're like, you don't step on that part. Don't, step, don't step on that, on that part. part. You don't yeah. step on. He's in the attic, folks. <laughs> and he just went. And then I like, like puts his hands down to him. I was like, oh, it's my attic. I got back on. Think about the damage this house goes through. Oh my God. I mean, he's going to use the bonus spoiler alert for the pool. However, you think about that. His his bonus is gone to fix this house. Exactly. He's come on. He's broken <laughs> rain gutters. Yeah. The electrical bill. Yeah. The windows broken from the from the tree. Yeah. He's now put a hole in his in his ceiling. Yeah. Um, let's see. We got we got some other stuff that's good. The dog's going to destroy the house. Dog's going to destroy the house. Doors get ripped through and uh, all of that. And then by the end, when the you know spoiler alert, the SWAT team breaks in. Oh, everything. And, yeah. So. So where's your bonus going, Clark? Not to the Not goddamn to the swim hole. That's for sure. Uh, what are you drinking this morning there? What is um, that? It's peanut butter whiskey. 
Peanut, that's right. Oh, it's so good. It's uh, a little lower in alcohol, so I can um, have a few. That's right. And it does taste good. And it tastes like peanut butter. It's a so. delicious little I treat. I might have to pick some of that up to do in my coffee Absolutely. on Christmas morning. Absolutely. I bet that's kind of good. Wonderful. wonderful. With a little Baileys in that? Oh, yeah. Do Baileys do uh, Kahlua? Um, I usually do Baileys. Uh, Kahlua if I'm doing White Russians. But uh, yeah. coffee, it's always Baileys and, and Jameson usually. Um, but yeah, this peanut butter whiskey is just, oh my god. It can, it, you can put it in a margarita, it tastes good. It, it does not make anything <laughs> taste bad. You're like tequila, lime, and peanut butter? Yeah, yep. it, does. it tastes 100%. great. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's dangerous. I like that, and I like that new uh, coffee whiskey that's oh, yeah. in town. Oh, that yeah. guy with that that guy's hawking around. Uh huh. Now there was one my parents brought back from uh, Nashville, Tennessee. That's the a, one. Yeah, the the, the, the moonshine yep. with the the coffee. It's the best thing I've ever had, and they don't distribute it here yet, but they're they're trying, trying to get to. it here. Yeah. So, uh, but my parents were so upset when they found out they couldn't get it down here, so they uh, are having my uncle and aunt sneak some back from Tennessee because they're taking a trip oh, there right dude. now. Oh, so. dude. You, I, I, so good. FYI, for you people that don't know, this great free state of Texas and woohoo, shooting from the hip. Let me tell you something. Try to try to sell any alcohol in this state. Yeah. And nope. you're going to shoot from nothing except for you. It's the hard. It's one of the hardest Earth. states in the union. To yeah, try to get booze into, to get and booze into or to get a um, like a brewery or distillery open in this state is just impossible. It's, it's you're going to go through like two or three years of red tape just to you know barely get get your place open, and uh, and then it just hassle after hassle. So yeah, and yeah, it's fun. it's still it's one of those things where you look at it, you know, it's like man, this is there's nothing easy about it, and it's and it's part of being in the Bible Belt. It's, yep. You know, it is it is what it is. Uh. The annoyance of neighbors. You get, and I consider like I consider what Clark's doing, lighting a thousand, is good annoyance, right? Oh, He's yeah. just trying to have fun. He's trying yeah, to be festive. Season festive. Why not? I consider his other neighbors who aren't doing anything as bad neighbors. Yeah, that's that's kind of unfortunate. Most people that live around here are like those people that are just oh, like they're, come they're on. just those shitty people that don't never say hi when they're you know outside. They always are just snooty. They don't decorate. They're just, eh, they're just not I, fun. I ran into an old neighbor of ours. Uh, it was it was weird. I, I actually ran into his wife. He and his wife and his two kids. Like one day they didn't even tell us. And not that they have to tell us. I shouldn't. They, they lived around the corner from us, but they they'd bring the kids down. They he'd come drink beers with every once in a while. Really nice guy, wonderful people. But one day they just sold their house and left. Yeah. And it was like we found out their house was on sale through like Zillow or something, right? Fun. And it was just like, dude, I thought we hung out. Right. Never really said goodbye. Just <laughs> in the middle of it. So I bump into her at uh, his wife at HEB, and I'm like, oh my gosh, how are you? She's like, good. She's like, yeah, we live in this cul-de-sac now. We've got a lot of room, but it's like 30 minutes out of town. This is my second trip into HEB. I'm like, oh, okay. And we're talking and chatting away, and we're uh, we're goofing off. And then, um, I mean, she goes, yeah, you know, now we get to sit down or driveway. The kids get to play. We can just have a drink and watch them. I'm like, oh, like what we do, we've done here every right. weekend. What we used to always do. What we used yeah. to always do. So now you get to do it, but not with us. Okay, yeah. good. Okay. good for you. Thanks. Now that's really hurtful. <laughs> like it went from, oh, I miss you guys. You know, go like, well, fuck yourself. Yeah, exactly. Darren, I know you listen to this podcast. I'm giving you shit. And I know your brother listens to this podcast in Wyoming, and I'm giving you all shit. I'm joking. I hope you know me well enough to know that. But seriously, what the fuck? <laughs> we used to drink together. We were drinking buddies. Damn it. It was right because he's like, yeah. It was, it was, and of course, we know we follow each other on LinkedIn and stuff. And He's just like, yeah, Jason's got a new job, and so she's asking me about it. It, it. The cool part is, is you see how 
connected you can stay without being connected. And I bring that up because I wanted to actually, and this is a little off movie topic as, as I do every once in a while, but um, what I was listening to my friend Lori Siegel, shout out to Lori and her new podcast, and they, this guy came on, he said the greatest threat, the greatest terrorist threat that we have in America is loneliness because then you're looking for social networks and social gratification, right? Right. So then the loneliness is there because, and then you're only finding it not through human interaction, but through a phone or through a tablet or something else. And now that there are bots that are created that can engage with you and make you feel better and reach out to you and ask you how you're doing. Right. Loneliness becomes this real thing. And I bring it up only because let's work, you know, as shitty as the holidays can be for you, let's have a hard pause and go, in all of it, you're still around people. And there are people that are truly, like, legit alone, alone. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, being in the, this industry... Um, you see it, you don't see you? it a lot. Um, you get... I mean, you have to be open on all the holidays. You have to be... Because people... Uh, yeah, some people need to get out and drink because they want to get away from their family, but a lot of people don't even have families, so this is where they go to, you know, have a little bit of uh, that kind of togetherness with people that they know. So, um, so I have to be open for those people. Yeah, it's, uh, and it's good that you are. I mean, because if, if it's a family friend thing, then right. that's what it is. I mean, listen, if you're dealing with Clarkston right now and you're freaking out and you're destroying your Santa up front while your beautiful wife's in the background figuring out the, the solution. Right. And you're just like, and then click it and on. the switch. Boom. The master switch in the garage. <laughs> there it is, motherfuckers. So angry. Yeah, look uh, at this house. Here's here's the thing that, that, that I that I find hilarious about this that no one brings up. He's gotta clean this shit up. Yeah. Right, he lives in a neighborhood. The HOA is like, fine, you get away with this bullshit right. for two, three weeks out of the year. Yeah. You have to get back up there and take all that shit down. No, all of it down. Oh, and you can't wait till March when it's oh. nice. <laughs> First week of January, asshole, you're going yeah. back to work, and at lunchtime you're driving home to get uh-huh. fucking lights down. Exactly. No, thank you. Not that. That's why I keep it simple because I have to take that shit down. I'm not going to put up an extravagant uh, amount because no. that's just stuff you have to take down. Same, yeah. same with the tree. I'm just like, nah, I'm not going to do that. I'm not doing it. Look how proud his parents are. Hello, <laughs> Dad. I love how the uh, father-in-law instantly says, "Oh, those little lights aren't twinkling over there." You know, yes. <laughs> just such a dick. <laughs> Look at him; he's just going down the line. He's like, oh, "Audrey, yeah, yeah, I know, Dad. It finally worked out." Look, she's just waiting for the hug. She's uh, like, "Motherfucker, go, 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 me. God!" Uh, Doris Roberts oh, is the best. She's she, just. She was, <laughs> I love her. Yo, I found out a crazy fact the other day. I know this meme's been around for a while, but you guys hang on to your hats if you don't know this. Betty White is literally older than sliced bread. Yeah. Isn't By like crazy? two years. That's crazy. And she'll probably outlive all of us, too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we got to think about the world we're leaving behind for Betty White and exactly. Keith Richards. Exactly, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Forget about the kids. What world are we going to leave those two? Uh-huh. Oh, Randy oh, Quaid. Oh, man. Randy motherfucking crazy Quaid. Oh, man, he went that shit. So I grew up in West Texas in, in Alpine, uh, which is just south of Marfa. Yeah, and uh, Marfa actually ran him out. Him and his crazy wife were uh, were squatting there for a while. Uh, he went downhill real hard. And uh, yeah. what what happened? Do we know From what, what happened? I know? He, he got real hooked on pills or something, and just went that shit crazy. But yeah, they they apparently caught him squatting at an old house that he had uh, 
moved out of or something, and I guess they moved back in because they couldn't go anywhere else, and uh, the, the people of the town ran him off, and I don't oh, know shit. where he's at now, but he was, he was so good at these. He um, was in Canada. Was you know, he did a Christmas vacation, too. He did. I never not saw good. that. No, it's oh, not God. good. It's not anyone's best work. No. Yeah, uh, I mean, as far as these movies go, the first and this one were the best. Yep. The European, only okay, and uh, Vegas was... Vegas was awful. It had a couple moments, but yeah, it was pretty forgettable. Vegas was bad. Christmas Vacation 2 was bad. Uh, but he he does this really well. He really does. He, he owned that character, especially in the first one when they meet up with the, the whole uh, cousin family and uh, oh, they're, just, they're fantastic. Oh, I like that name. The dog's name is Snot. Snot. I'll tell you something, if he starts, he's a he's a what I call a little horn dog, right? If he if he gets on you, it's best just to let him finish. Let him finish. <laughs> it's just, starts going at your leg, you just let him finish. My, my, one of my favorite parts is they're like, so you guys, well, we got plenty of room. Listen, the RV's good enough for me and the missus. But perhaps the kids could stay inside because after that long drive, we're gonna need some quality time. And they're like, okay. And then he's like, honey. Get the rubber sheets and the gerbils. The sheets and the gerbils. <laughs> it's just like, and I think people miss that line too much. Uh-huh. Right? Look at him. He's trying to kiss her, and she's like, no, 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 no. Yeah. He just, there it is as yeah. well. No, there's plenty of room. And don't you love that when people that are guests at your house let other people know there's plenty of room? Right, yeah. Thanks, thanks. Yeah. I've had people be like, yeah, we're doing a, uh, a dinner party. And we'll be doing something. I'm like, great. And then we're hanging out talking and they'll look at someone that my wife forgot to invite and they don't know like well you're coming to the jason's dinner party right and they're like what (laughs) and then i have to be like oh it's you know what we're connected on facebook we're not connected with my wife on facebook you are invited and they were legitimately invited but also, I don't need my, my, my friends should probably be like, hey, you invited this other right. beer drinking buddy of ours. But shit, I forgot. Because I do forget a ton of stuff. Sure. And I assume that, you know, people should just show up to my house anyways. Yeah. yeah. Right? They just assume they should. But yeah, it's uh, it's just, it's like, all right, is it, by all means, bring them all in. Bring them all in. Bring them all say, in. Say, oh, we got plenty of towels, plenty of, <laughs> plenty of everything. <laughs> I love this see-through white V-neck sweater. Uh, He's got the fake. The little black uh, dicky underneath yeah. that you can see. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's so it's good. So good. <laughs> like, you probably want that the other way around. Yeah. Right? I, like, I like it when he's like, oh, leave him alone, Clark. He, uh, he's thirsty. thirsty. Yeah, he's going to dry out the tree. Huh? Yeah, he's going to dry out the tree. No. I uh, one year for uh, my buddy in LA, I got him a set of these moose glasses. Oh, nice, nice. They're not very well constructed. They all broke within oh, a year. Sure. But um, and those are a uh, reference to Marty Moose from the first one. Correct? Yes, they are. Yeah, that's right. Yep. That's, uh, good old uh, Wally World. Sorry, kids. Park's closed. Moose should have told you. Yeah. <laughs> John Candy. Right? Was, Is that John Candy? That was John Candy. Yeah. I heard the the weirdest thing. So we were. Uh, yeah, we were watching this something on Netflix about how the uh, the movies that uh, how they made certain movies, and one was uh, was Home Alone. They said John Candy only got paid four hundred dollars for being in that movie. Really? It was supposed to be a short cameo that ended up taking weeks and weeks of filming, <laughs> and he was very upset with the director, but he was doing it as a as a favor. 
Um, apparently, the pizza guy in that movie that shows up to deliver pizzas to the kid uh, yeah. got paid two hundred dollars more than John Candy did for Stop. his little cameo. Is that insane? <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's, there's a special on Netflix. It's like three or four episodes. But it is that the movies like, that made us or something? It, yes, that VHS, the movies that yeah, made us. So yes, the, the one on Home Alone is uh, really neat. Um, and then they do one on like Die Hard and a couple others. But if you're a movie fan, definitely worth watching. The uh, the uh, narrator a little grating, you know, after a yeah. while. But otherwise, it's it's well done. So. I love this this poor fan thing. I like it. He's cracking open nuts and dropping it, dropping it. on their shitty green carpet. <laughs> they have the hardwood floor entryway, and then everything else is carpet. Yep. Ugh. It's like I, I love it. Uh, Eddie, I could wake up with a pillow sewn to my face, <laughs> and I wouldn't be as surprised <laughs> as I am right now. <laughs> yeah, I love it. His subtle one-liners they're the best and that's what he was a master at and the only person i think that can do it as well as he does now is probably ryan reynolds i always whenever i see ryan reynolds do his little bit it, i feel like he's channeling chevy chase well you've got that new is it netflix or amazon movie that ryan reynolds yeah. has the actual and i'm wondering has this become the ryan reynolds movie that he just does voiceover work as well. Right. Like he narrates the movie for me as I'm watching, going, yeah. no shit, I see what's happening. And he's still narrating. Still narrating. Oh, very poorly, but that was a Michael Bay movie, so you know, you know what you're getting into with those. You know what you're getting into with those. <laughs> I'm just wondering, like, is this what you've come down to? I, see, I see a person who has the snarky good one-liners as David Spade. Oh yeah, David Spade's great. He's got those little one-liners, zingers Absolutely. down. Have you been watching his new show on Comedy Central at night? You know what? I watch I watch clips of it on Instagram, yeah, exactly. and I get a good laugh. Yeah. I think they save the really good clips for Instagram. For I'm sure. hoping so, right? So I don't feel like I'm getting you know right. like I'm watching the shitty clips. Mm-hmm. But it was, it's. I mean, I, the clips are good. Right. I think it's. I think he's, he's got good guests on. Absolutely. Uh, he, you know, it's, it's it's a good. Show. I mean, I'm sure it's a good show. I think he is great as a stand-up. I don't know how he is as an interviewer or conversationalist, but I've always enjoyed watching him. He's a funny, funny fucking guy. Yeah, for he's sure. very funny. Very funny. One of the most iconic things ever. Joe Dirt, man. You can't, you can't get Dude, better than that. He's Joe so Dirt is so good. <laughs> I mean, he is... That whole Adam Sandler crew oh, God. that they created... Amazing. That is... I mean, that is friends doing... That's... Like, those are... Those are those are standards that other people build goals goals to get right, towards, right? where they're, they're looking at it going man our friends if we could this is what we should that. have done and you see groups of friends that when they they work together and they're like we're gonna buy a bar together and they're like no oh, friends should never get into business together but then they've got 12 and they you know they vacation together right and they make it work right and, and there's there's a personality that, that really does that, that that makes it shine yeah, you no. got to give it to Adam Sandler for that because he really takes care of all of his friends. He always has. And uh, you, you look at movies like Grandma's Boy where it's just like those minor guys that were always his buddies in all of his other movies. Yep. He just gave them their own movie, you know, and he, and he always did things like that. So whether you love the, love or hate his movies, you, you've got to give him some respect. So. He, um, he did enough movies to get cred that he even gets paid big on his bad movies. Absolutely. And getting paid big on the bad movies still, it's like, all right, well, here you go. Get after it. One of the, uh, one of the, I mean, we keep saying this, but it's it's every scene, every every change. 
the sledding scene. The sledding scene. Now, when you were growing up, you're not a lot of hills no. in East Texas. Well, we, we had sand dunes, and and we were still up in the mountain. You know, we're at the base of the Rocky Mountains, and so it would snow usually in the winter out there. Mm-hmm. Um, so there were lots of times you could like do some minor sledding. Um, you, we had a neighbor with a four wheeler who had a really long sled that he would tie to the back of the four wheeler. Pull you around. Pull us around. All the neighborhood kids would get on the sled, which seemed fun at first, but once you got on it, you're behind a four wheeler on these like caliche gravel roads, like dirt roads Not that good. are covered in snow. So you're just having like rocks shot at you like bullets you know <laughs> and snow and ice and you're just you're, it's miserable but you're like this is fun it's snow but no no but it's no. it a nightmare but we had a great time you know <laughs> we used to uh in my uncle joe's neighborhood we would tie onto the back of one of the one of the guys pickup trucks uh, a rope and then tie it onto a sled nice. and they'd pull you around they'd be like if you see the red lights put your hands up right. we're not fixing teeth <laughs> yeah. and they're driving you around and you're almost hitting mailboxes uh-huh. yeah. and you know, the, the, the shit's whipping around and you're hitting snow and ice and then all of a sudden it's like oh no that's pavement yeah <laughs> you can't be on this can't be on this part this part sucks <laughs> and it was just it was so so crazy I mean it was the fact that we did that, the fact that my parents were like, this is okay yeah, to go to go 15 miles an hour. Exactly. All the parents were like, no, that's fine. They're having fun. They're, they're doing in something the suburbs, outside. In the suburbs, right? Someone's driving. Uh-huh. And then I had, my Uncle Joe, he lived down in a ranch, and he had a pretty, he had a big hill. And we would sled down that, and then the snowmobile would take you up the hill and sled down it. Uh, and it, it was fun. I mean, all of that stuff is, is enjoyable, but it's also... None of the shit kids do today. No, not at all. You're not getting pulled behind a car by some psychopath. You're no. just not doing it. No. And that, and by the way, that's okay. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that, except for the fact that you're not going to be as tough as us. Which is why exactly. when you fall off your bike, you go into a lifetime coma. And when I fall off my, when I get hit by a car doing 55 miles an hour, nothing happens to me. Yeah, exactly. I don't even break a bone in my body. Yeah, you just kind of bounce around a little bit. You're fine. <laughs> you're fine. It's just like and that's what we did. We would build ramps. We would jump our bikes and you know skateboards and things that would put anyone else into the hospital. And you just kind of like bounce. Like, is that not the motto? Wow. If you were born in the seventies, I believe the motto from your parents is "You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. <laughs> it's just that's all it is. Just rub it. You'll be fine. You're fine. <laughs> like you're yeah. huh? What's yeah. going on? Hey, you're fine. That's a, a time that is lost now. <laughs> Letting your kids. I remember being. I would walk to kindergarten. It was like seven blocks. Yep. I walked to kindergarten. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> I would get home and mom would be like, you get, you do not come in until it's dark. Right. So I'm riding my bike through the neighborhood, riding around, hanging out. My friends all have their Schwinn BMXs. All right. I've got that shitty banana seat. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> yep. Just <laughs> it's just the green bike, yeah. yellow banana seat. I'm embarrassed well, that, to that ride it. That time period where where the old '70s bikes were going out of style, yep. but the new BMX of the '80s were starting oh. to come in. And uh, you weren't cool if you still had that banana seat, but we 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 did. We did because you know what? Our parents weren't rich, right? So we got that used bike. Yep. I'd, I'd go by the the bike shop and see the new bikes. Mm-hmm. That's what I want. 
my dad's like, that's thirty-five dollars. You know how expensive that is. <laughs> now bikes are a thousand dollars, Dad. Yeah. Four thousand dollars. Well, my friend showed up and he had like the little pads on the bars oh. and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, yeah, that way if like you you, you kind of like hit something, you wouldn't just go into the bar. It had a little bit of padding. I mean, you still hurt the hell out of yourself, but. Oh, but remember like, that oh, though? Man. Remember that the first time so your feet good. slipped off the pedals? Oh god! Oh, god. <laughs> Just Pain. listen. Pain. I know something about Mary's got the zipper scene, and you think that's the worst? No. Shut your fucking mouth. The worst the is that metal pedal, like mm. oh god, you, foot grips that would ram up your shins. Oh, and, and, oh just bleeding, bleeding and. Everywhere. And and coughing up blood yeah. and wondering how much more your testicles can swell. Exactly. <laughs> it's just like, oh, these jeans are getting tighter. And that's how we mm. had fun back then. And guess what? That was considered fun. Okay. We didn't have video games to go. And the kid who stayed in and played video games was a fucking weirdo. Yep. Indeed. You know. Oh, here comes. Here she is. This is another. This is the milder striptease compared to. The vacation striptease, but both pool centered. Yep. Like to your point, there is a theme that goes on in the vacation movies. Clark W. Griswold's gonna lose his mind. Mm -hmm. He's gonna freak out at least five times. He's gonna try to have sex with his wife and it's not gonna work. And he's gonna fantasize and see women naked and hit on them in such a way that it's just absolutely obtusely obscene yeah. and hilarious. They a little side boob action, side which probably made this PG-13 back in the day. Yeah. Tipper Gore was probably rallying oh, for sure PG-13. She's, she's like, this thing, she's yeah. not wearing underwear underneath that uh, PG-13. She's <laughs> naked under her swimsuit. <laughs> Tipper, everyone is. Not me. Not me. Not me. I wear, uh, wear underwear <laughs> underneath my swimsuit. Just, you know, just to keep that layer of protection from Satan. <laughs> and I love this. Just the daydream. He just... He, he also made it to where, and this is also a spinoff from, what's the, uh, Fast Times? Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Yeah, yeah except for you saw the boobs. You saw Phoebe Kate's boobs, yep. and that one you don't. And she's like, are you Santa? <laughs> now, what do you, here's what I find funny. And to all my Christian folks, if you want to fast forward the next five minutes, go right ahead. But I suggest you listen. It's amazing you tell your kids not to lie, but you start your kids off with some real basic lies. Oh, yeah. Easter Bunny, Tooth Fairy, Santa Claus. Yep. Right? Crazy. Crazy. You can like Nut and Honey, man. What a great cereal that was. Like, I can eat a box of that. Nope. Uh, but it's like, good product placement, Nut and Honey. You got me to say it. They're like, we're out of business. We're out of business. <laughs> but, but it was Thanks. good. Thanks for the not, plug. Not good enough or it would still be on the shelves. Oh, well. Well, Honey Bunches of Oats really That's took their true. thunder. That is true. They got those Kellogg's people. Yeah. They're like, look how much crunchier ours is. Nut and Honey is as is, is chewy as honey. Yeah. Do you, um, I think it's hilarious. They're like, don't lie, but we got to lie to our kids about right. this. Lie about Santa and all that. You know, and he's, and he's talking to this little girl. I bring it up because the expectation it, it sets for families that are in need right. is tough. It's tough. That's why I kind of don't like the holiday because of that. You yeah. Know? I like all the good things about the holiday, but you've always got to understand that that side of it's there too, that there's... You know, needy people, sad people, lonely people, and um, you know, it kind of rubs it in their face. Yeah. Hey, guess who? Guess what? Santa didn't visit you. Exactly. Because you're poor. Because you're poor. Was I bad? No, you were really good, but you're poor. Still nothing. So you're kind of bad. Bad yeah. people are poor. That's what I learned from all these from all these Santa stories. Yeah. If you didn't get a toy, you're bad. You're bad. And it's just, I mean, it, we did this thing. Uh, my friends set it up. I only worked at it. Uh, MICA CDC, which was this community development program, 
they'd take areas in Southern California and Orange County that were super poor, and they'd go in and they'd find leaders in those areas, in those neighborhoods, and they would teach them. They'd say, hey man, instead of just complaining or letting the lights go out in the park, we're gonna teach you how to go to the city and request to get your lights turned back on in the park or get the bulbs changed. I'm like, well, we have kids. I'm like, well, um, me was one. Jason's gonna get sponsored and we're gonna teach an art class. So I'd get That's sponsored, awesome. I'd teach these kids an art class, don't speak any Spanish. We'd just hang out, we'd do the art class, we'd, we'd have a good time. So mom and dad can learn about stuff, and maybe the dads learn that and the moms learn how to balance checkbooks or do something else. Right. But the cool thing they did around the holidays is they went and they got all these toys and all this stuff donated. And then they went to the neighborhood and they're like, how many kids do you have? I'm like, I have four kids, but I'm taking care of two grand, two grandkids, or whatever it may be. And they'd get coupons, and everything was 99% off. Nice. Now, the best part about this was they bought the gifts. They created a list, right? They created this crazy list, and then we went out and got donations for it, but then they got it in sections in time. So if we had four skateboard requests, we would ask for eight skateboards, right? And they'd be like, if the skateboard was 50 bucks, now it's a dollar, it's 50 cents, right? And they got enough, they get the, these are how many gifts you can buy. The joy on their face. I can imagine. When they get to walk in and no one's saying, you can't afford, here's a ball for your right, son, right. take it. Your kid's gonna love it. It's like, mom, thanks for the ball. And in the back of mom or dad's head, they're like, yeah, no, some fucking stranger. Right. But they saved up five, six dollars, which is a huge amount to save up, right? They saved up five, six dollars. And then they gotta walk in and buy their whole family Christmas. And they're, they're adults, they understand that they couldn't afford all these gifts. Right. But they still saved, they worked hard, they saved, and they bought what they wanted to buy their kid. That's awesome. It was the coolest thing ever. Yeah. I wish more cities, more community groups would do it. I see like Toys for Toss, and I'm not knocking Toys for Toss yeah. in any way. I Listen, the kids need gifts, and we did a cool thing. There was a home out in Southern California. I, I won't give any more details because I, I can't. But they were the most abused kids you can find, right? To where they have to be hidden because they don't know the, the abuser network. But we had one of them come. We couldn't get a Santa to deliver the gifts. So one of the guys that worked there had a truck. So then we filled a sleigh full oh, of presents. That's awesome. Tied it to the truck, right? And then we have to leave. And then this guy's got to drive somewhere. Like, we don't even know where the place is. Yeah. At this point, we're just starting a relation. We have 2,500 employees, and they're like, listen, in that network, if a picture of these kids gets out, they're like, oh, isn't that, you know, right. ruins everything, right. right? So there's, dude, we swing by, get it done. These kids, I mean, they, they don't have parents, they don't have anything, right? They've had nothing but a destructive life. Yeah. They lose their minds. So we ask, well, can we do something special for them? If, if we get security right, we get everything right, can we do something special? We got a couple of limos for the kids that were graduating, that were actually gonna go out in the world. Nice. And we took them to Disney on Ice and uh, got them a suite at the Staples uh, Center. Uh, <laughs> Dude, <laughs> these kids are like, it's a fucking limousine! Yeah. Like, they've never seen a limousine. <laughs> so cool. And we get them in these limos, and we drive them uh, to Staples Center, and we put them up in the suite, and they're like, what? order whatever you want. And they're like, huh? That's like, wonderful. order what, and what they, whatever. That's great. It's what, I mean, this is company stuff that happens with clients every day. Right. No, you guys. You yeah, guys are you more important. Kids. Get whatever you want to do. 
And that's and, how it should be. And that's how it should be. I mean, I bring up those stories not like we did a good job, more the point of, folks, you guys, it's not hard to do this stuff. It's not hard to get engaged. You can be, and also, you could live in a Circle C, a nice neighborhood here in Austin, uh, upper middle class neighborhood. Families can be struggling there. They might just be living there because they want their kids to go to a better school. Absolutely. Do not assume that because your neighbors are there that they got money they're rolling. Right. No, Don't. You know, they a someone could be keeping up with the Joneses. B someone could just be there just because they want the best for their kids. Absolutely, and that's what my parents had to struggle with um, keeping us in the right neighborhoods to go to a better school, but not really being able to afford that uh, for for a while. Now, now they're doing fine, but for the longest time, yeah, it was exactly that. And I knew uh, most of my friends were the same way too. So yeah, it was definitely a thing. You got to you got to work hard. You got to do stuff, and you know it's. Um, I, you know, the, the overarching thing is, yeah, you, you can't assume, but I'm going back to that uh, Micah story. So I have some friends there, and uh, one of the guys married to my friend Claire at the time, and he looks at this lady, this lady, she had a lot of kids. So of course, you know, we hook her up, and he goes, hey, you want me to help you out with these bags? And she's like, that would be great. Well, homeboy's gone for like an hour. Well, he didn't realize because he lives in Newport Beach, has a nice house, they have cars. The lady took the bus, but she had the last shift. It was like two days before Christmas or a week before Christmas, whatever it was. The bus wasn't running back to her place for another hour. He walked all of her stuff five miles one way. All of her bags. (laughs) He comes back. He's dripping sweat. He's like, holy shit. He goes, you wouldn't believe. He goes, I asked her if I could help her walk this stuff out and walk it out with a five-mile walk <laughs> to her apartment. And then she lived upstairs. Of course. And I was like, of course. And she's got seven kids, right? Because she's taking uh-huh. care of her grand, all her grandbabies from all of her kids, right? Man. And it was, uh, what do you, and I go, dude, let me get you a beer. We'll go upstairs. Let's grab a cocktail. And we're having a beer and he's drinking and he's like, this dude, I've never appreciated a car or a bus more right. than, than and he goes, he goes, she does this for groceries. Yeah. She does she this see that all the time. All the time. Oh, and it's yeah. tough. I mean, good thing you live in, 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 in Costa Mesa, California, where at least the, I mean, good thing in the fact of weather, right? Yeah. You know, you're not getting a lot of rainstorms. Exactly. You're not stuck in the house with super cold weather or anything. It is just, it's insane. But we, uh, you know, you just, you, I, I always laugh about that because he just came back dripping sweat like, dude, you, oh my gosh. And I'm like, yeah, well, you know, I mean, shit happens. Yeah. It just, <laughs> but that's the way that, it, it, it's, it's a good perspective to take a step back and be a little humbled by all that is and can be accomplished Absolutely. By, by people. And I mean, think, that lady still walked five miles for the love of her kids, yeah. right? And she would have done it. And if we didn't offer to help, Guess what? That one would have taken all those boxes. Still would have done it herself. Like a fucking rock star. Oh, yeah. You know, and you're that's, thinking that's somewhere where the weather's nice. You think there's people that do it here all the time, dead summer, when it's like 120 degrees out. You know? Yeah. They're still people out there doing that. Fucking you know? Michigan. Jesus. They're like, yeah, yeah walk. Like 20, <laughs> what? 20 below. Like, oh my God. <laughs> I got to keep the lights on. I got to, you know, yeah. you see those stories about these people, they walk like three, four miles because the bus stop, the bus doesn't service that area. Yeah. And then, yeah, we got it done. What is your? We're at the we're at the dinner scene here. Lighten it up a little bit. What is a, What's your favorite Christmas food? 
Um, turkey, definitely turkey. Turkey, turkey stuffing, gravy, the, just the big, you know, heavy comfort foods. Um, and like, not a huge ham fan, but I'll, I like a little bit being there, you know. Yep. But I just, um, if if you only do a ham for Christmas, then yeah, you suck, you know? yeah, no, you gotta have some turkey. Um, my family will switch it up where like Thanksgiving they'll do a big turkey and then maybe Christmas they'll do a big like roast, like roast beef kind of okay. thing. Um, but yeah, man, turkey and stuffing, dude, that's, I, I can't get enough of it. I can eat that all year long, man. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love this. The blessing. The blessing. <laughs> he's like, William Hickey was the best. He's such so a mean old dick of a man, but he's so good. He's so good. <laughs> and I like how I like how Randy Clay does the church steeple and opens yeah. up his hands. He's like, there we go. There are my people. And uh, she starts the uh, Pledge of Allegiance. Yeah. Pledge of Allegiance <laughs> to the flag. And Randy Clay stands up in his blue suit. They just covers the heart. <laughs> Look at Clark. Clark, what the fuck? We're going to uh, do this. We're doing this now. We're bought in. <laughs> we're 100% bought in. I love it. And everyone's like, yeah, there we go. Crazy old senile uh, great aunt and uncle show up. Oh. She's wrapped her cat up in one box. She's got a <laughs> jello mold and wrapped up as a gift in another. And uh, old yeah, people uh, gifts when they're about to die are the best, best and the worst. They just uh, wrapped up their own toaster and gave it to you. Whatever. Right. <laughs> I'll just do whatever. I like that. Save the neck for me, Clark. Oh, no one else is asking for it. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> Look at how dry that turkey is. Oh, yeah. Damn, it's like it came from Alien. It's so awful. Still dry. Still dry. <laughs> Everyone's like, she starts crying. He's like, what are you doing for? <clears throat> Looks great. Down the heart. Down the heart. <laughs> what are you talking about? I found the heart. It's perfect. Such a such a great and look at that, everyone's just trying to the the skin. It's like a jerky. It's like jerky. They're all dipping it in their drinks. Oh, it's have you ever had a turkey that ruined or, or you know a meal of a Christmas dinner ruined like that or like a Christmas yeah. story where the dogs eat everything and they have to go out and have a Chinese Christmas? I mean, I've done. I've had the bad meals for sure. Uh, not mine, thank goodness. I've been very fortunate. Uh, working in restaurants for my youth and under, and just talking to people, I like this. Just go ahead and take just a bite real quick. Bite. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's good. You nasty motherfucker. Listen. Uh, so I've, I've been I've been very fortunate uh, to um to kind of get those things uh, down. I do a uh, molasses butter basted turkey with a three pair two apple stuffing on the inside. Nice. Just to keep it moist up and down and give it a little sweet taste. Oh, yeah. But then I counter the sweet with, um, I know, with the fucking cat food and the jello. And then I counter the sweet with a spicy sausage stuffing. Oh, nice. And then, awesome. um, and I do a lot of crazy. Like I do a, a, a sweet potato gnocchi with a tarragon maple glaze blend. Nice. And when you just, you know, you, all you try to do is just have, I love this, because you catch the corner of his eye, right? He's wiping his mouth with his ties. Like, Shit. There we go. And then you see a flash and explosion. Like, what's that? What's going on? It's just, but everyone's eating. But no, I've, I've had some bad ones at, at some different people's homes where you're just like, oh man, this is not. Yeah. I'm going to have to get McDonald's or I'm going to have to get right. a McRib or something. Yeah, I need a palate cleanse after that. Can you believe, I, I heard this. So McDonald's came out. Someone asked them, how can we don't do the McRib all year round? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, there's a pork shortage. We, we Like, if we did the McRib all year round, it would really cause a problem. Problem with having and I'm like, yeah. I don't know if you've seen the pigs we have here in Texas. Right. There's not a fucking pork nope, shortage. Nope, nope. In fact, that's the only uh, 
inexpensive meat you can buy nowadays is pork. And yeah. Such. Yeah, beef has gone up through the roof. Beef's but, uh, through the roof. Bacon's still, bacon's always going to be expensive, but like just regular pork is typically, you know. And then McDonald's cheap. pork, it's not the best pork and in you the know, world. You know, it's like mostly like the, the snouts and, uh, and, and hooves and, you know, it's it, everything at McDonald's, a, a puree that's been formed into a mold and flavored and colored. And, and then cooked in that mold like a waffle yeah. cooker, right? And that's why I inherently cannot eat those things because I'm like, it shouldn't be in that shape. Anything that was like turned into a, a slurry. They created, they created fake rip marks fake on rib it. Rib mold. <laughs> oh, God, it's so gross. <laughs> now, would you ever think of, here's an idea. I think this could be good, but I could be wrong. You get a waffle maker, yeah, right? You take some, and you almost do the plate, but you kind of you bring the 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 um, the turkey, the stuffing, and the mashed potatoes, and you waffle it down. Waffle it into a, a mold. Like into a mold, <laughs> and then you pour gravy over the whole thing. I would be. I would. It's better would, than the McRib. I would try it. I would honestly <laughs> yeah. eat that. Now the thing I wouldn't do, I saw the other day, is how they have a full Thanksgiving dinner in a can. Oh no! And it's layers of different things. It is Such the a most disgusting thing I've ever seen. But if you if you poured it all on a waffle iron and, and cooked it like that. I'll try anything at least four times. Exactly. Why not? <laughs> That's what it. I tell my wife. Like, I'll try that again. Yeah. Honey, you almost died. I mean, I'll try it again. I'll try it again. Maybe it wasn't done right the first time. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> I'm not here to judge. Okay. I'll look the cat. What does he say? Oh, if that thing had nine lives, it spent them all at once. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Clark. That thing had nine lives. They're all spent. <laughs> you know what's funny? And this culture still exists today. You couldn't do that with a dog. No, not at all. Not at all. Uh, for some reason, like, uh, like I mean, and I, I get it. I, I, I no longer have dogs because my last two passed away. One had cancer. One was poisoned oh. by a neighbor. Um, and losing oh. a dog is like losing a family member. I'm not it saying is. cats aren't, but cats are. No, they're not. Cats are little assholes, and you can you just buy a new cat. Yeah. You know, it's not like the end of the world. Cats are like goldfish. You yeah, get a new exactly. one, and it's fine. It's fine. It doesn't like you anyway. In fact, if, if you died, it would eat you. And, yeah. and, you know, a dog would wait at your grave for the rest of its life. And <laughs> that's, that's exactly the, the right. difference. So, yeah, you couldn't do that same joke with a dog. Hell you, no. You would get lit up by everyone. So. Yeah. I mean, but only cats, only... yeah. They're... Fuck cats. <laughs> I feel bad for you cat lovers out there, but seriously. I mean, I, I feel... two cats, and I don't care. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's funny, I like when they're taking the chair out. Clark, if you don't mind... I'm going to this. <laughs> the greatest okay. disappointment of this whole movie, the greatest disappointment, is we do not get to see the inside of that oh, RV. RV, yeah. <laughs> God, it's How did that not make this movie? And this. Oh, I love this. It's like, what was that? The tree, the gas main, yeah. everything. And there's a well, my tree. Yeah, the what whole the fuck did you do gone. to my tree? <laughs> what did you do to my tree? What are you What are you complaining about? Huh? What did you What did you do? <laughs> and he's on fire. He's on fire. Just doesn't care. <laughs> he's like, hold on. I mean, the house is already fucked. So yeah, let's just do this. It doesn't matter. Rip off the curtain. Now, oh, um, I've always wanted just... to find a, a a baby blue leisure suit that uh, Randy Quaid wears in this movie because uh, that's just epic. The f- her, her parents, and he's like, "Well, tree was too big for the room, anyways." And you're like, "Are you tree anyway? Are you fucking kidding me?" Look at this, and knock, knock, knock. 
Minaka gets ripped off. No, he doesn't that. get tipped. Poor kid. <laughs> That's got to be a rough job, right? Yep. Around the holidays, either people are joyous or they're clunk, right? Yeah. One of the two extremes. Exactly. There's not a middle ground. I mean, you're, yeah, you're either getting nothing or you're getting a really excellent tip. I was, I was. It's funny. Like we did this uh, trip to LA and and with the kid and everywhere we go, we got a bellhop, we got somebody and. Uh, I've told this story. I haven't told the story on the podcast. So, this, but for everyone, all my friends who listen, it's like go ahead and fast forward thirty seconds. We get to the Roosevelt. We're staying downtown LA, or not downtown LA, in the heart of Hollywood. Mm. And they put us on the twelfth floor in a suite up there. Nice. So the bellhop comes out. I'm like Harper, here's five bucks. I'm like you're gonna give this to this guy. She's like why? I'm like it's called tipping. He's gonna take our bags upstairs. So it's it's always better to get the tip, the kid to give the tip because. I'm not a high roller, so I can't give right. the $20 tip that he's used to getting, right. but my kid gives him five, and he's like, holy shit, this guy's trying to raise his kid the right way. Right, right. And so we get up to the 12th floor, drop the bags, up, just go, here, here, here. And the guy's got his hands full. He's like, hold on, honey. I'm going to take that money. Don't you worry. <laughs> yeah, like, don't Listen, you worry. <laughs> Daddy needs that money. However, and so we're hanging out, and uh, we get up to the, we're up there, and she's looking out the window, and she's like, Dad, Dad, you've got to see this. I'm like, should she see the Hollywood sign? Is the air clear enough? She can see the snow, and she's going to ask to me to drive 17 hours to go 50 miles to go see snow. Like, what does she see? We walk over to the window. I put my arm around her. I'm like, "What is it?" She goes, "There's a Marshalls right there." I'm like, "Pack it up." <laughs> Going to stay at a Holiday Inn. Yep. <laughs> no way. I'm doing this. Oh my God. But we check in. We check out. Amazing experience. Yeah. And then to the door knocker guy, I'm bringing this back to, so we go down, my boss puts us up at the uh, the Monarch Beach Resort Hotel in Dana Point. Gorgeous resort. Room, super expensive. You walk in, they know your name. Boom, 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 everything's dialed in, everything's done. It's absolutely amazing. Well, I tell them, I'm like, listen, FYI, I have to leave at 4.15 tomorrow morning. Like, I'm coming there for the holiday party, I'm hanging out with the boss a little bit. Wife and I, and the, the kid's got a babysitter, and then, we're getting, I'm getting like four hours of sleep and i got to drive back up to LAX and fly home. Yeah. The guy's like, yeah. I'm like, he's put a note on things. I just want to let you guys know. Like, I'm going to get a bellhop early. Like, all that shit. Well, I call for the bellhop. Nothing shows up. So now I'm walking through this huge resort. Get back to the front desk. I'm like, hey, man, what the fuck happened to the bellhop? It's four in the morning. I'm a little annoyed. What the fuck? The guy's like, sorry, sir. And I go, all right, well, listen, there's my vehicle right there. Just give me the keys. I got to go. And this is the good and the bad of life, right? So they're like, oh, the bellhop has your keys. I'm like, why does the bellhop have my keys? Right. And why did it take him 15 minutes to not show up? And I had to walk through your fucking hotel to find it. And I'm getting a little annoyed. Oh, and we're going back and forth. And the guy's trying to be super nice. And Harper's like, where's my tip money for him? I'm like, no one's getting a tip. Nope. <laughs> this is just. Here's another life lesson for you. When they fuck up everything, <laughs> no it's okay to him. not give him one. I mean, I, I'm in this industry. You always tip, always tip. But sometimes you don't. You don't. There's 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 a moment in time when no one's on. I'm like, where are your walkie talkies? Like, get on them. They're like, yeah. well, you should like get guys. Unlike you guys who are lollygagging around, the fucking plane doesn't wait. Right, exactly. And I have to go to LAX. You gotta go. And that's not a good airport. <laughs> no, I'm 62 miles away from LA on a Sunday. Oh, I'm leaving at now 4:15 in the morning, and it's like your arrival time isn't. I'm like, no, like I've got to make 10 minutes up. So I'm doing 90 on the 405, trying to make 10 minutes up, which I did. But I, you know, I, I finally check in. I get to that place. 
And then my daughter's like, how come we didn't give that guy money? Like, we've given everybody else money. Right. The guy on the bus gets a couple bucks. She's like, this guy got money? Like, how come those guys? I'm like, those guys are assholes. My wife's like, honey, language. I'm like, they were assholes. Yeah. They, they, there was a note. I did everything so that I could manage expectations and they could manage them. Yeah. And they chose to ignore exactly. the note, not wake up and see it and be like, oh, there's a note here for this room that yeah. does this. Okay. So that's your industry. You are in the hospitality industry. You're supposed <laughs> to be on top of that shit. So, yeah. Um, sorry. No. Um, yeah. There, there are circumstances where... And it's, it's a rare industry, circumstance. It's, 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 it's rare. But yeah. And, and I'll say this too. It's You go to a restaurant, you got a shitty waiter. By all means, you know what you can do if you like the food? Tip the chef. Absolutely. Ask the chef to come out. Yep. What? Hey, man. You know what? Our waiting experience was not good. Yep. However... This was amazing. Yeah. Here. Yeah. Tip the chef. Because guess what the chef's going to do? He's going to buy drinks for his whole staff back there. I don't want to let this go. Oh, yeah. We're letting somebody in. So uh, as we're letting someone in, what, you know, Clark went back and he got aggressive with uh, getting himself a new tree. And this new, oh, what is happening, Captain? How are you? <laughs> and he, so he goes and steals the neighbor's tree from their front yard breaking their window in the Again. process because fuck those neighbors yeah, fuck those neighbors <laughs> and also the second time he's broken their window right right and this is where his his meltdown is beginning so you can see the crazy look in his eye i'm sure it's mostly cocaine but um, <laughs> but he, he he knows how to do it he's got missed, that crazy look missed song opportunity it's the final countdown because yeah. he's just like what are you talking about man <laughs> <I'm great. laughs> I'm gonna go take an opioid right now. Yeah. Well, we're fine. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, if this movie was done today, Beverly D'Angelo would be like, "Would you like an edible?" Uh -huh. I mean, right? She'd just like be exactly. slipping him a gummy, and he like gives her a big kiss, and she's terrified because he's crazy. She's like, "This motherfucker is gonna kill someone." This is this is the best because I've done this. I mean, like, oh, is that not working right? Not working like oh, <laughs> well, here we go. <laughs> Fuck this noise. Yep. And off. <laughs> off it fucking goes. Hey, fix the banister. Yep. <laughs> I love that. It is just that whole, and he's just putting presents underneath there again. He's like, fuck this. Let's just, you know. The, yeah, it's just in a, 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 a little plastic bag, newspaper. Yeah. It's perfect. The funny one, he's still got more lights, which I love. And yeah. <laughs> what happened to Tinsel? Right? Yeah, it just went away. That was a big thing in like, I guess, 60s and 70s. A little um, bit of the I 80s, remember right? My, my parents hated it by the 80s they just because it creates such a mess. It's kind of like the fake spider webs at Halloween. It's one of those things that like... But those stuck around. Did, but they, they, you know, you'll be finding it like tinsel you would find like six months <laughs> later. You would just find little bits of tinsel in your house here and there. But yeah, back in the... Do you hear that? Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, do, you, do you hear that? Do you hear that? No. But yeah, tinsel, tinsel disappeared. It went the way of the dodo bird. No one knows why. You can't buy it anymore anymore. Walmart doesn't even fucking sell no, it. No one has it anymore. It's like, I don't know if maybe they figured out that it was like doing something horrible to the planet or something. I don't know. But yeah, it went away. I, I also find it funny that part of the decorations are the lingerie that he bought his wife. He's yep. just putting panties up and garter sets up. You know? I, I, just, I want to make this as festive as possible. But I like that his mom's like, do I hear that? Do I hear that? And there goes a squirrel. It's it's like the yeah the crazy old aunt the kid she's totally senile but she can hear the squirrel yep. just to, and Monopoly uh, stay stay still run. run have you ever had a wild animal in your house 
No, not inside the house. I mean, growing up in the desert, you would always end up getting horrible things inside, uh, you know, scorpions, tarantulas, centipedes. Occasionally a little kangaroo rat or a snake would get in. Mm -hmm. um, my cats like to, would like, my older cats um, would bring in little baby snakes from outside. Kill and destroy? There. Well, no, they would just bring it in, like, and then you'd let it go, and it would just be, like, slithering through the house, so you'd have to, like, hey, finish finish doing something to that guy. Yeah. Don't, don't just let him wander around in here. Um, but nothing like this, not like squirrels or anything like that. We had last year during the during the cold last cold front, I heard something in the garage, and I walk out there, and I go to feed my dog, and, he, you know, I let him outside, and then I let him eat in the garage, especially when it's cold outside. He gets to eat in privacy and take his time, and then I'll come 10 minutes, 15 minutes later, I'll come and get him. And my daughter follows me, I didn't see her, and she leaves the garage door open, and we're feeding the dog, and I'm like, come on, let's get inside. It's cold in the garage, but not nearly as cold as outside. Right. Let's let Banjo eat, and all of a sudden she's like, oh, it's so cool. And I'm like, what? She goes, we have a bird in the house. Oh, fun. I was like, <laughs> what? Uh-oh. Fucking... <laughs> Bird was it like flying. a big grackle or something? No, thank God. It was like, but this bird did not go south for the winter. Right. And it's flying around our house and it's up. First of all, it's trying to get out of the skylight. So it's uh -huh. banging into the skylight way up high. And I can't reach up there. And I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Come on, you dummy. Yeah. So it finally gets out. Now I've opened. The whole point is that the dog eats in the garage and goes outside real quickly and comes in because it's fucking cold outside. Oh, and now you have to open everything, everything up. Everything up, and I'm trying. I'm chasing it with a broom, yeah. and my daughter's laughing, and oh. it's swooping down, like trying to free itself. At the same time, it doesn't want to go out the door, and it's just like <laughs> you got to be fucking kidding me. It was a dis destruction, absolute 100% destruction of the house, yeah. and it finally got out. And then my house is 50 degrees, and my yep. heater is just going, woo, uh -huh. just trying to go as hard as it can. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, here's more destruction of the house. The Rottweiler, um, snot. I like that Julie Louis Dreyfus is like, you know what? Fuck this noise. Here comes a squirrel. And you're going to tell him off, and yeah, 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 right? Ah! Squirrel yeah. in the chest, dog in the face. <laughs> Problem solved. Problem solved. It's gone. All gone. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. All gone. <laughs> the, his problem-solving nature is just the absolute best because they're like, did it not affect me? It didn't? Right. That's gone. No, then we're good now. <laughs> and she just knocks him the fuck out. Isn't it funny that he's wearing white tube socks uh -huh. in that black outfit? Black outfit. Oh, look at this. Look at this destruction. The whole house. And he's like, where are you going? Oh, no, 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 no. Listen here. No. No, 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 no. <laughs> No, 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 no. You guys aren't leaving. No, 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 no. We destroyed this house together. We are staying together. How dare you? Yes, please. Thank you so much. I mean, this is, we're going to have the best, merriest motherfucking time. I mean, he just, this tangent is. Happiest fuckers this side of the nut house. <laughs> He's just like, grab your bags. No, 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 no. You send it right back upstairs. This is some bullshit. She's like, Clark, come on. Yeah, just let him Listen. go. Just let him go. He's like, no, 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 no. No one gets to go. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I love this because I love the commitment. Yeah. It's like, you guys, you got you got to commit to this now. Yeah. We're all in this together. He's great. Oh, thank you, sir. Yeah, Chevy Chase, that was that was definitely his his art was having those mental breakdowns. And this is uh this this is your part, right? Where he's talking to his this is yeah. the moment of clarity, right? Yeah. Where he's trying to calm down. He can't calm down in front of anyone. Nope. 
And then finally he gets this more. He says, it's a drink of water and it's looking at your dad and you've embarrassed yourself. And he's telling him, he's like, you're a better dad than this. What are you doing? What are you doing? And it's like, well, how did you do it? And these are the conversations, honestly, that probably don't happen enough with father and son. Like, no. I mean, this is, you know what, for that writer that wrote that he's a bad dad, yeah. maybe you should have focused on this part a little exactly. bit more, on the idea of this father-son relationship where his dad gets to be honest and he gets to be a little broken and humble and uh -huh. like, yeah, I fucked up, but what do I do? Okay. His dad's like, you drink are, more. You always <laughs> seem to get these things right. No, I didn't. <laughs> no, I didn't. Well, how'd you do it? Jack Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> It, it, Do you so, think Jack Daniels so paid for that? Because this is an older movie, I right? Probably. Back then, just like the Honey Bunches of Oats, the, uh, they don't really do the product placements anymore. Cheer. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Cheer also gone. So yeah. good job. Yeah. Good job on that product placement. Yeah, all of this Glad is that dead. <laughs> out for, for you guys. Except for Jack Daniels, everything's fucking gone. Look at that, his dad. I like that his dad also just rocks a mistletoe. Yep. He just walks around. Great. This is the, the funny part. I'm on the plane. I'm watching this. And prep for this, and uh, I love reading to my daughter, and I get little tears in my eyes because after all the chaos, after everything, he's still Chevy Chase, who's got a great voice, yeah. and he's reading to everyone, and there's a moment with certain stories where everyone stops. Yeah. And, the, and that, all through the house, nothing was moving, not even, yeah. I mean, that whole thing is just the best. He's like, and then there's Eddie, Eddie. with someone tied up. Someone tied up. What the? Dog, dog <laughs> the bow on him. <laughs> He's like, get him. <laughs> it's just like, get him. This is just so it. good. Look, look what I ate. Yeah. Ho, ho, ho. I got you. Bill Murray's brother. This is so good. I love it. Yeah. The ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. Because he's got the blue leisure suit and he's got a shitty jacket yeah. on and that god-awful hat. <laughs> And his uh, wife in the study with all the leather-bound books. My husband's been kidnapped. He was a large, bulging man. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Now, that's a woman you put her in today's like, can someone fix your hair? Your yeah. bangs are out of fucking yeah, control. Are you in an emo band? Right. You're not? Get the fuck out of here. Don't look like that. Stop your nonsense. And I love this. Clark, what are you doing? What's going on? But the be one of Cousin Eddie's best lines, though, was when he's like, I got a... Jelly of the Month Club. Well, now, Clark, that's the gift that keeps on that's giving. The gift that keeps on giving all year long. <laughs> Nobody worse than that guy. When Not only you're already pissed. That's like when you're pissed and someone says, calm down. Right. And you're like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So 100%. It's like a case of the Mondays thing. It's like, don't say that. No. Shut up. And it's just... <laughs> Some people depend on that bonus. Yep. The bonus kind of went away. Kind of went away. Uh, except for the um, the bankers that uh, got the bailouts, they still got their bonus. They got their bonus. Well, you know, that's, yeah, and, and the the rest, of, the rest of the world did not uh, <laughs> keep getting bonuses at Christmas oh. time at all. So, no, my yeah. my wife gets like a gift card to Starbucks for like twenty five yeah. bucks, and then her boss will also send her like a gift card for something. And she's like, nice. I got like a hundred dollar gift card to uh, Whole Foods or whatever. I'm like, oh, that's sweet. I remember getting bonuses back in the day when I worked in fintech. Right. Where it's like, oh, here's your $25,000 bonus nice. for the quarter. Yeah, that's a bonus right there. That's Max a bonus. bonus. Because it's something that's greater than my paycheck. Yeah. Which makes it a bonus. Bonus. Yeah. yeah. My, my, my old boss would give us um, like gifts to get a, like a massage or something. Like, hey, unless your boss is Robert Kraft, you don't want that massage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah Cheaters. Well, 
those things. I'm like, all right, I'll just re gift this now. Yeah, just, <laughs> hey, they don't give hand drops here. That's why I enjoy your massage. And, and Tammy smokes, so it's going to uh, smell uh, like Marlboro. Like Marlboro Reds. Marlboro Reds and whatever uh, whatever that peppermint oil is. Mm-hmm. Fucking disgusting. Ugh, too, too awful smells. Yeah, that's one thing um, in my life of being around smokers. Um, the smell of Marlboro Reds is something that just is so pungent. It's worse than is other it the, types of cigarettes. Is that the worst smelling cigarette, you think? It is the worst smelling cigarette. Uh, I mean, maybe like Hall Malls or something like the really... Uh, dirty cheap cigarettes, but Marlboro Reds just have something special. Like you know when somebody's been oh, smoking Marlboro Reds. Yes, you do. They just have that funk, and that funk it sticks. sticks on them, and it, it hits you in the face like like four or five feet before they even get to you. Like that smell just like hits you, and like it I, doesn't do that with other cigarettes. It's no, just Marlboro Reds. Because I used to smoke Camel Wide filterless. Yeah, and even, like a wide, a Camel Wide didn't do that. Like, no, Marlboro Red. Ugh. But boy, that Camel Wide. That's like a little mini cigar. That's, I love a little cigar. That's a bunch. That's uh, yeah. That's, that's an aggressive cigarette. You're aggressively trying to give yourself cancer. <laughs> You're like, I just want lung cancer tomorrow. <laughs> like, oh, have you tried these camel wides? <laughs> yeah. They got filterless. They're wide. <laughs> they are. They don't have a filter. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you're just gonna be coughing up black shit immediately. Just uh, uh, break down the goddamn door, and then SWAT <laughs> comes in. They're like, all right. I like that. Ten police cars rolled up. Life now. Clark could see Cousin Eddie walking up right. with no lights happening. All of this happens. No idea. And like, he's like, I'm going to fly you all back yeah. to Chris in the pool. Even you, Eddie. <laughs> it's just, and then as they all break in, another classic moment. The Everyone freeze and then don't move. And Beverly D'Angelo just got him by the dick. By the dick. And I don't know why her hand was there in the first place. <laughs> right. Like I don't know if she wanted a quick give him a quick hand job while everything was going on. But it, it's like the the vacation yeah. moment where the kids break in and he tells the kids to stop and she's got her his pant, her panties around yeah, his yeah, finger. Yeah. Like, like, like and it's just the awkward sexual moment yeah. is the best. Not like that she's still in her nightgown, yep. but a fur coat. But a fur coat. And she's pearls. that rich, she can't be bothered to um, She's not gonna change. You know. Look at that. This grabbed right, the down the, right down the jump. Do you think Chevy Chase is like, hey, can you open your hand up a little bit more and just right. make my jump look bigger? <laughs> they have tiny hands. You can make it look like you're holding a cantaloupe with one hand instead of a peach. That would be fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> that would really make this scene. <coughs> and then uh, he breaks to the wife. You know what? Well, honey, I made a mistake and I uh, I didn't uh, I didn't pay him a bonus. Bye. And look, she shakes hands. She shakes the hand. And, and back, right to the back on the dick. <laughs> I wonder if that was her idea, his idea, or if like the director was just like, no, let's try this scene again, but uh, this time put your hand on his dick. I've got to believe it's it's Chevy Chase's. Oh, I'm in sure. The, in the land of Me yeah. Too, though, he dodged that bullet. Yeah, right. <laughs> A lot of those guys did. Jimmy Kimmel yeah. dodged that Me Too yeah. bullet. Like he, Jimmy Kimmel was on the fucking man show. Right. The man, yeah, show. man show. Girls on trampolines. Woo. That's about as bad as you can get. Yeah. And he's leading the Me Too charge saying, you can't treat women like meat. Yeah. Hey, Jimmy Kimmel. Have you apo- I've never heard him apologize once for doing the man show. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Uh, you fucking yeah. phony. <laughs> the, pro- the problem is, is that you, listen, you can learn from your past, but you can't change your past. No. And so, you know, people apologizing for stuff they didn't know about, like no one knew, no, knew Me Too was going to happen. No one knew. That doesn't ex- expunge people for treating women poorly, yeah. but it also it gives you a moment to be like, "Yeah, I made a mistake," and then you're good. All right, let it go. Yeah. 
it was, I mean, it's, it's, it's not, it's so silly. It's, it, and I'm not trying to demean or demoralize anyone who's, who's gone through those things as much as I'm just like, Hey, you guys, Jesus, man, come on. Like it's not perfect and it shouldn't, it, but are they learning from it? Or are you just making them apologize to apologize? Right. Exactly. It's just, it's a crazy thing. It's, I don't it's crazy. It's one of those things that's just like, boy, I don't even know. What I mean, we're like, <laughs> good, honestly, and I, I think about this because I want to do the movie, but I don't think we can. I would love to do Blazing Saddles. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that that is a tough well, one in bro, this, this climate nowadays. Can I do it? Yeah. I don't think I can. Unless, unless I've got the right comic on with me. Yeah. I can, and, it, and what comic is going to sign up to do Blazing Saddles yeah. with me? Yeah. Right? That's rough. That's super yeah, rough. Yeah, it's kind of, kind of humor that, I mean, I can watch that movie anytime. It's great. But, yeah, you can never make that movie again. No, you're never making it again. Like and that. I don't know how we talk over it. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, I, I guess you could if uh, you just have to omit a, a lot of <laughs> jokes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's yeah. going to be a 10-minute podcast. Exactly. Right? And uh, <laughs> we're going to have a rough time at it. But yeah. other than that, it's going to be amazing. You guys are going to love it. It's just crazy. Like you just do. You say you're going to do Blazing Saddles, and you do another Mel Brooks movie. Instead. That's right. Do Young I mean, what? You Life of Brian? Yeah, exactly. Even that. Yeah. I mean, a lot of those. A lot of those. But Mel Brooks was a genius in pushing buttons. Yeah. To do to push buttons. Yeah. To make you think differently. It's you know, and 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 these you know, you look back on these movies, and they're they're genius because they're timeless. Right. This still happens. Yeah. The guy still doesn't get his bonus. Yeah. You know, uh, he's he's sunk upside down on some dumb project. You overcommit yourself, you freak out, you get pissed, you, all the bad things, you've got the, you you have everything that still happens today, which honestly, if you're one of these people who don't believe in evolution, you play this movie and you're like, you still haven't evolved, yeah. right? I mean, sure, it's, it's a 20 year swap, but it does, I mean, it's it's one of those things where you look at it, maybe 30 years, but you look at it and you're just like, this is, this is where you're at, man. I mean, this is where you're at. And at the end of the day, this I love this the end of this movie. Yeah. He started out alone, putting all this together, yeah. and he ends alone outside with a snotty dog. With a snotty dog, just looking, going, yeah. "Shit, I got to clean this up." Yeah. Like, I mean, got through it. Now I have to take all this shit down. Got to take all this shit down <laughs> starting tomorrow. Yeah. It's it's one of the it's. Folks, they're one of the greatest Christmas movies. All people will sit there and they'll argue: is Gremlins, is Die Hard, are, are those Christmas movies? Is that? Let me tell you, is that that fine, whatever. I'll always say Die Hard's a Christmas movie because I think it's Absolutely. hilarious and amazing, and it's around, it's centered around a Christmas party. Yeah. But this, this is a Christmas movie. Yeah, this is it, it. Pokes fun at all the things that go horribly wrong during Christmas, and that's why it's genius. So. That's exactly yeah. what it is. It's uh, you said it best. It is genius. It's genius, and it's timeless, and all this shit still happens today. So, with that said, folks, this is coming out uh, right before Christmas. Have a very merry Christmas. Uh, we'll do another one uh, for the for the new year. But um, we won't be here on the following Thursday because that's I think the day after Christmas or something yeah. like that. With that said, uh, you guys, once you, thanks for a wonderful year. Thank you for uh, your support and everything else. Matt, thank you for thank you. everything you guys do for us. Oh, uh, do can't do it without you. And now is that time when my daughter sings about the first time she took a shit 
with that, folks, we are out. Yeah.